I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Eric. I'm Jeff. We are It's The Real, and we are guest hosting the Juice Podcast. Right, but today it's the Juice Podcast. The Juice Podcast, yeah. Right. Um, Erica is out sick today. We hope she feels better. But we do have a special guest, which is Fabulous. What's up? What's happening? Uh, I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. Yeah? Um, who would listen? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have all these listeners to listen, so... Let's yeah, just go. They right, don't want to hear me complain. They don't, don't want to hear that. They might just turn us off. So. <laughs> let's just let's just live this rapper lifestyle and everything is glorious. Yo, it's so bitches are hanging. It is. Yeah, yeah. bitches are hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> and uh, whoa, Spark- panties, sparklers flying around in yeah. our Poland Spring. Yeah. Um, happy Bring more champagne. More champagne, please. <laughs> yes. Happy All Star Weekend. Oh uh, yeah, All Star Weekend in New York. I don't think this has been since like. The '90s or late '90s, early yeah. 2000s. Or How are you celebrating? Um. Well, I got a couple events. Got a couple parties. Um. So it's gonna be pretty lit. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you <laughs> actually going? Are you going to either the Saturday night uh, festivities or the Sunday game? I was gonna go to the Sunday game, and then, um, and then I have a party that night. Um. A really big party with. A bunch of rap guys. <laughs> wow, you're giving a lot of specifics. Like it's it's almost like I'm there, you know. Yeah, I, I just don't want to. You know what I mean? I don't want to spoil it for the listeners. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, sure. I just want them to like imagine what can be there. And, like, well, this oh, is gonna come out after crazy. that. I uh, think. Maybe it'll come out tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, there's no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost in the dates here. You know, all I know is that it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me just say congratulations on the Young OG project. Thank you. Uh, yeah. It moved something like seventy thousand units yeah. first week, right? Yeah. And that was with that's you know no video really, yeah. no major pretty basic you know radio really. push. It wasn't like the label had this big plan and put it into action because you did that in one month. Yeah, I can actually came to the label uh, November nineteenth. I maybe sat a couple days before with like my management with Rock Nation and. Uh, just came with them like, yo, I got this idea, and can we make this idea happen? And uh, when I first went to Def Jam, you know, of course they didn't see it happen in a month, but then I was like, well, I want to do it digital. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I figured that, you know, in this day and age, digital is the way to do things fast. Did you take and into consideration that record labels shut down on, like, December 2nd? <laughs> yeah, that was another tricky thing. We had, we really had till about, I want to say the 14th, 15th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't even know iTunes shut down. iTunes actually shuts down on Christmas. I thought 
iTunes was like a fucking Seven Eleven or some but shit. Yeah, like, if, you, know you, if, like, if you look at DJ Khaled's Instagram, he's on the phone with iTunes all the time yeah, and says every that he, day. he loves that it's a twenty four seven operation. All the time, yeah. man. And, I, and you know, either iTunes, you know, was trying to shit on me, or Khaled's lying. It's either, it's either, <laughs> well, it's Khaled is talking into like a stack of money, so right. maybe it's not really. I don't know how the reception not, is. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, he has bad reception. You know? <laughs> but does that give you any sort of like? different idea on how to move in 2015 considering that you know you were prior to that besides mixtapes you were actually like moving physical units like Mm -hmm. that was a real part of the whole plan yeah it was definitely uh the same plan as almost the mixtapes but you know doing it through the digital and uh online space because you know that's where i feel like it's it's kind of going that going there Mm -hmm. you know everybody is getting music, uh, you know, downloading or have it on their phones. And, you know, there's still a, a couple, you know, dinosaurs buying CDs. But, you mm. know, uh, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> please buy my CD. Know, yeah. <laughs> We're about to re-release some of that. Um, now, um, the whole South still buys CDs because they actually put it in their cars and ride around to it. Yeah, right. I still, I still in, at some point, you know, maybe we'll check out a CD here and there too, you know. Like, as a joke not, or something. It's not ancient. Yeah, yeah it's not, you know. As a novelty uh, item. You know, you the cobwebs off it yeah. and then you just <laughs> pop it in but i think you know i just think that that was the wave and that was the way it was going and you know it's it's it's, di- it's getting deeper you know each each uh each way you know kind of takes out the, the the way before it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the way the vinyl did a track and cd did vinyl or tape did vinyl yeah, yeah, and yeah. then cd did tape and now downloading is kind of doing it to cd but now streaming and is streaming is maybe doing it to downloading. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the next thing you know, I don't even know what's after that, man. It's just you Instagram know? videos. Just, yeah. <laughs> you just make Instagram seconds. songs yeah. without. Yeah. You know, yo, that Snippets. 15 seconds was dope, man. Yeah. Yo. But there's yeah. an art in there because you have to get it to like loop exactly right now. You know, like you saw Instagram has like the Vine feature now where it just oh, it loops does? automatically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. see that. Yo, catch up. <laughs> yo, I'm like so ancient, man. Like, I'm such a fossil. Like, man, shit. <laughs> change my rap name to fossil <laughs> if you were to like change your name would you change i mean would you change it at all um i feel like you sort of have though like you have all these like different i have all these little monikers yeah, right. yeah so i i guess that's coming from uh being around a, a while mm-hmm. you gotta start just finding new ways to play with your name and and reinvent your name yeah. kind of you know <laughs> i think the guys who've been around have have done it you know jay-z has had 30 names yeah. and right you know can we talk about the greatest though which is two chains like two chains. that yeah changing it from titty boy actually like revitalized his career now that was that was a complete like change yeah. like the other ones are like nicknames and like right he he actually saw like he had a vision in his sleep or something and just <laughs> yeah. like yo woke up like yo i'm two chains <laughs> No more Titty Boy, I'm 2 chain. Did you know him back in the sort of like... In the Titty Boy? Though? In the in the DTP, like... Yeah, you know, I did. I had boys. met him a, a, a few times. Um, and, you know, he, he was he was always a cool dude, you know what I'm saying, without being uh, 2 chains, I mean, yeah. He was Titty Boy. He yeah. was a cool dude, too, so, you know. Would you call him Titty Boy? Would you be like, what's up, Tit? I think some people do still call him Titty Boy. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. some people don't make that transition over. You know what I mean? They like, man, I knew you was Titty Boy. You still Titty Boy. <laughs> Okay, okay. How many chains you got on? You still Titty Boy. You That's know? how I am with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so always, always just like, yeah, you're still Titty Boy to yeah, me. Yeah, always. Um, when you obviously there's a there's a trade deadline coming up for the NBA. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite trade is not actually in the in the NBA. It was when you were traded for Music Soul Child. Yeah. Do you ever run into like Mike Kaiser or Julie Greenwald and just say, you know what, that trade made me play harder, and I I record music just thinking of you guys, and it's well, well, really, it was a trade where I kind of wanted to um, get out of the situation as well. I just felt like it was. It wasn't it was a stalling. Right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't lit at all. <laughs> and it was just kinda stalling and, and I also I don't know if I ever said this, but I think I felt like it was a transition to where not just South music was getting bigger, but I feel like the artists were getting bigger because the music was getting bigger and I think I felt like uh those guys up there were more leaning towards that way. And you know, I was the I was the cool New York rapper, but mm-hmm. when you got something bubbling over here on the right. pot, you know, and, and you want to kind of pay attention to it, and, you know, that's when, you know, guys like T.I. was arriving mm-hmm. and, Plies you know, and Plies and Trick Daddy, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. had those those guys. So I just seen a, a maybe a little bit of an attention shift, and I just didn't, you know, I just felt like maybe, uh, you know, it was a time for me to move. So I guess that's really where the trade kind of came from you know i kind of was uh you know not and it was a it was a while before my album because my last album there was in 04 and then the next time i put out an album was 07 <laughs> so it was a while before you know that whole thing happened it took a while a couple years in between there so um you know i, I definitely was you know cool with with it being switched over and i had no hard feelings really towards them because i'm pretty logical and i understood what was going on but at the same time i felt like you know it was it was if you and i just got there so i kind of just got there we put out an album and we kind of had a a a song end up blowing up that probably was the last song of that kind to blow up from new york which was breathe Breathe, right and you know that's when you know it started getting the south started getting more prominent and where really the mason dixon line i guess if you say was uh, was no more. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Music started infiltrating up yeah. to New York, and you know, so you know, I just, I just think overall the trade was no hard feelings. I, I see Kaiser. I'd seen Kaiser at a, <laughs> the Nets game recently. I actually just seen Julie Greenwald and Craig Cowman at the Grammys Sunday. <laughs> so you know, it, it was definitely, and she, she seen me and was like, "Hey, Fab," and I looked back, <laughs> "Oh, Julie." <laughs> what's up and um and craig was there and i was like what's up craig you know what i'm saying and julie said yo you look nice and you know i guess it was you know it was like wow this guy's still around like he's gonna trade him and he would fucking go live on a cardboard box somewhere and, you know but it, it worked out you know what yeah. i mean for every i mean well worked out for me yeah it worked yeah, out, yeah. For worked out for you <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the important part um so like uh you know speaking of the the mid uh you know early 2000s mid 2000s um I feel like you were the one New York rapper to not get into any problems with the descent. <laughs> yeah, that was um I mean that was I don't know. I didn't I didn't I didn't plan that. I guess, you know, we didn't really uh we didn't cross paths in that way. But he was is, trying to sign which you. Which is good for me because he would have got shot ten yeah. more times. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Fabulous um, the gangster. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean he was he at one point he did reach out, you know, I think it was actually in between uh the time of that oh four, oh seven thing too, because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I had um done music 
uh, prior to that. And it didn't really look, you know, sometimes a year or so can go by where you still are moving around and songs are floating around and stuff. And it doesn't look like you're dormant. It, was, it wasn't like I was completely out. So it still was around, but maybe he had heard through the grapevines that there was something not going on. And it was a situation that I even, you know, uh, took heed to. He wanted to... Um, you know, I was working with some guys at that time, and he wanted to give me a, a situation mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, to give these guys a, a, a light as well. And um, also, he was a, a New York rapper who was prominent and, and blowing up as well. So, you know, the only thing is just, you know, he had a lot of artists on his roster. Right. And yeah, he had Mace at that time, MOP. MOP. Yeah, he was, like, he was just like, you know, Kind of just Walmart in the game a little yeah. bit, and um, which was which was cool, and it was and it was a, it was looking like a very powerful roster. Mm-hmm. I just you know I just didn't know if I fit, you know what I'm saying, and I didn't want to mess up, or it could have helped or hindered, you know what I'm saying. I just didn't know if I was ready for that change at that point, and um, you know, but you never know, and those are decisions that you know in your career whether you went or stayed, and um. Guess I kind of chose to stay in that situation, but um, you know, it was definitely the the offer and the opportunity was there. Yeah, um, you're a you're well known to be a shoe guy. Um, we saw you did the complex thing with Joe LaPuma. Um, everybody knows that you love shoes and appreciate shoes. And I mean, look, you get the biggest cosign from Clark Kent, so you're a real shoe guy. Yeah, I I mean, I really have been like this since like I was a teen. Like this is before, I, but when I was, you know selling crack to get sneakers that's yeah. what you know that th- there's, there's no other emphasis to put <laughs> on it that if you're like selling drugs to get sneakers <laughs> so you know it, it really comes back goes back to you know just me having a natural love for them i don't i don't know i don't really know what it was i don't know if it was just the feeling of new you know you growing up in the housing projects with not much money and you know you could put on a new pair of shoes and mm-hmm. feel like you know, you're, you're a different person. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? And I think it started from there. And you, and know. you still have that love today. Yeah. Have I you still, gotten uh, gifted uh, by Don C or Kanye with their new shoes? I haven't, but what's so funny is that I spoke to uh, God. Kanye. <laughs> yeah. well, Close, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, God. <laughs> I spoke to Kanye yesterday and was talking about the shoes, and he was, uh, you know, I, I, did, I, it was hard because I know he was very busy with, you know, the release of the shoes mm-hmm. and everything that's going on, and, you know, you're married to Kim Kardashian. You got to be busy, He's you know busy what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, get you the shoes and stuff. So, you know, I, Is that I, something where you just say, I yo, I'm blessing coming this, to me. and he's like, okay, I got you? Yeah, I seen an Instagram pic where they had, like, mm-hmm. you know, boxes <laughs> laid out. And when I seen them, I was like, yo, my box was just probably, like, too high on the pic. So, you right, know how you yeah, have to swear. Yeah, yeah. It got you know cropped what I'm out, you know. And he was like, you know, he laughed it off. But, <laughs> but I was serious. <laughs> do you like those those Don C. Jordan tunes? I do. Yeah. I think they're cool. Um, um, I'm pretty I like sure the, the I saw one of the Kentucky look. players, like, wear them in a game. Oh, or? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. I, I, don't, I was, get the ankle support. Maybe. They're the twos. They're high. They're yeah, high yeah, top. Yeah. So, and I think it's more about you know if you break your ankle, at least you broke them in some dancey. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. So everybody, I mean, everyone has 
it, you know what? Hip hop has always had like side hustles and and other like kinds of ways to diversify their money. So it's not like people haven't had clothing lines or like liquor deals or whatever. But I feel like now it's even more specific to like people's personal interests. It's not like just a general thing. Sure. So like styles and and jada had their juice bars right um like bun b you know is a is a professor and i'm supposed to get up to styles juice bar have you guys been haven't been yet I haven't, I haven't been, been yet i want to um, go to yeah we've need to make what are you doing trip. after this yeah no uh, I can't do it right now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I got other situations we'll, going we'll do, on. We'll do that after. All. And so table one of the these bitches in here <laughs> says that she has a good time for me coming up. You know, she has one juice bar. Do you have any ways that you're sort of like? I mean, is it any passion projects that you sort of invest in out there that are? It's not rap specific. Um, I just took a place into um. The merch lane, like, you know, just, you know, a lot of fans used to come up to me and was like, yo, why don't you have, you know, just merchandise for us, like, to pick up as, like, a fan just telling yeah. you, like, yo, you're slipping, like, what the fuck, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, so I was just like, you know what, all right, you know, I put some t-shirts and snapbacks and stuff like that together, um, other things I started was a, a foundation um, called A Fabulous Way, which um you know I'm from New York City an inner city kid and you know I I remember you know growing up how much I appreciated um things being brought to my neighborhood that could give you an opportunity to do something else you know what I'm saying a lot of times kids get into things because they have shit else to do you know they don't have any other option but to you know be out in the streets and start you know wandering there and so you know I'm trying to do different things throughout different communities, you know, whether it's, you know, revamp a community center, bring games in there. You know, sometimes there is community centers, but they're, you know, piss poor and they don't have any games. And you can bring board games, whatever it is, you know, to just bring something to do. You know, those games will bring people in there. You bring in the, bring an Xbox in there. Those kids are coming in now and sit in there all night and play Xbox rather than mm-hmm. sit in the hallways and smoke weed. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's just about providing an opportunity because I, I remember being that kid and, you know, even the community center in my neighborhood, you know, there were times where it was dry. It was, you know, it would start mm-hmm. at the beginning of the school year mm-hmm. and they would have a bunch of things. But, you know, kids break them up. This and by November, it looks like this room. Like, you yeah, know, right. there's nothing in there. And wait, wait, so. no. This room has champagne bottles and sparklers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you know, besides that, I a mean, room like you know, this. just like <laughs> tables and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Minus the bitches and of champagne. Right. Yeah. And, um, wait, speaking of which, speaking of champagne and sparklers and all that, um, I'm a tall person. You're fairly tall. I think that uh, you are tall as well. Um, do you ever get worried that the sparkler is going to burn your head? Um, no, nah, I kind of stay away from the sparklers a little bit, man. I just stay, I am, you know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, I'm old enough that I've seen the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial <laughs> back in yep. the days. So I kind of like any of that kind of stuff. I just, I'm kind of like side-eyed mm-hmm. it and already you know, aware of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. You know, the young kids, they don't know about that. They, no, they that's why that. we, we need to do some PSAs. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, you're a, you know, everyone knows how funny you are on, on all the social media, uh, the different forms of social media. How aware are you when, when a lot of the fans out there are like, Hey, we want you to actually get into the studio when you find a studio, that whole thing for, you know, to respond to Kendrick or how aware are you when they're like, how come you haven't put a video out for cuffing season mm-hmm. and, or, or if they want like the ball drop video to drop sooner, like how aware of you are, are you? Um, some things is sometimes I just, most of it, I just see and just, it's still about really to me just doing when. I feel it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you know, kids on 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 social media, they of course have their opinions, their thoughts, their wants, their needs. But you know, at the same time, you know, even with videos' sake, I you know, I I want the videos to be right before they mm-hmm. to the world. So I don't give a fuck how bad you saying I'm fucking taking forever for it or whatever like that. I'm I'm making sure that the quality of the video that I'm putting out is to my liking. Yeah, Jeff. Um, yeah, I keep tweeting you <laughs> to respond to Kendrick. Oh, the uh the the the, the control verse? Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened with that? I remember at the the time it happened when I first heard it, I um you know, I was like every other uh rapper in the universe. It was kinda like he took a little offense to it, kinda, mm-hmm. but at the same time um, mine was different because it was more of the New York thing, and once I got down into, uh, did the knowledge to it, and he was reciting a corrupt verse or mm-hmm. something like that, where he was, you know, it's almost kind of like where, uh, who's who's who recites people like Jay will say a biggie like, line, yeah. you know. So once I figured that out, I, and I don't think a lot of people even knew that, so that's why. It, it, you know, it goes over people's head, and they just automatically, yo, he's saying he's the king of New York, what? I'm writing my verse right now. And that's kind of where I was, too, because I wasn't, you know, that hip to every corrupt line, you right. know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, once I did the knowledge to it, I was like, okay, it's not as, you know, worthy for a ether verse, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, somebody even talked to me and was like, you know, like, I guess as you're younger, in, the, in a younger mind state, your first thing is to yeah, instantly snap back right. you know instantly you know speak your mind on what's the name but you know i guess as you get older and you mature you know what i'm saying you still have that nah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you older and mature you 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 think about what you're doing before you're doing it a little bit sometimes and that's what i think that was my first time having to and do I, that I think it worked to your favor well also honest. like papoose had already responded for you so like it was right, fine yeah. like there he, was a couple guys that started you know i think joel ortiz right did like a new york then there was guys who was on the thing that were offended uh i think meek mill did a verse or right, something yeah. like that mm-hmm. too and uh uh j cole was upset i don't yeah. think he did a verse but he you know he flitted in a later rap about how he felt yeah. and uh, Drake and Kendrick had a 
a thing. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> a tiff. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> and um, you know, so I it was it was people offended, and um, uh, I I remember I tweeted, "Is there any studios yeah. open or something like that?" Yeah. And um. And it's funny, like every once in a while, I'll see that tweet. Like somebody just retweets it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, I've been to the studio yeah. ten million times already." <laughs> the studio, like, yeah, yeah. But it's still like a funny tweet, like you know what I'm saying? It's still like somebody just poking at me, like. <laughs> um, That's me, by the way. But yeah, wait, what yeah. do you think about um? What do you think about what Kendrick is doing now? Um, Have you heard uh, Black of the Berry? I, li- I heard Black of the Berry the other day. Um, I like Black of the Berry. I like Black of the Berry a little bit more than I liked I. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like he was going in a different direction. So I guess, um, Black of the Berry helps bring, help bring me back from I. I wonder if they put out I, you know, with Black of the Berry being the follow-up on purpose. Just being like, all right, this is our pop song. Yeah, I mean, like, that was, like, obviously a plan. Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, okay, like, this is how we're going to do this. But I felt like, um, that... If you're putting out the first single and there's such like huge expectations for it, why would you do that um, and sort of like hang it out there, you know? I though also just represented a different, even his look is like he was in a different vibe. The mm-hmm. video was a different, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just wasn't, I guess, ready for that. But Black of the Berry is more deeper down into, mm-hmm. you know, the Kendrick Lamar that, you know, that I like mm-hmm. and did you have any feelings on uh the whole kanye beck thing that happened at the grammys did you know if you were backstage right like for yeah. some of the yeah i sat outside some of it and then i went backstage I, that was a new experience that was anytime i do something especially if it's something that i've done already mm-hmm. i'm sometimes mostly looking for a new experience in it you know what i mean yeah. so, so like even in restaurants like if i go to a restaurant a lot and i eat this sometimes i'll try something on just different just so i could have a different experience that time you know, i tried this and it was horrible i tried this and it was good you know it, mm-hmm. it, it can help or hinder you as well so with the grammys i tried the backstage experience just to see and it, it actually was cool it was, it was like being on the inside a little bit and seeing what's going on and seeing who talks to each other and yeah. seeing Madonna come down the thing and talk to nobody and roll her <laughs> eyes as she walks by <laughs> and seeing Paul McCartney with still the coolest bop at the Grammys yeah. walking down the thing like he has a, like a bop in his step or something like like a like a five-year-old kid walking down the hallway <laughs> And uh, you know, so it was cool to see those those things. Um, you know, from that somebody came to me, uh, my 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 guy Lenny, Lenny S came to me. It's like, yo, you want to come backstage with uh, me and Jay and Beyonce's performance? So you know, they they he said this is a thing that they do all the time. He said he sit out in the hallway and chop it up and have a drink and you know, it's 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 kind of a little looser than sitting out in yeah. the, in in your seat where you're not allowed to get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. clapping. You know, what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I like that album. That was great. Yeah, Yo, so it's a little looser. This is the than best that. perk of being signed to Rock Nation. I feel like that's yeah, you know, you get those little uh, those little rollovers. You know, the little those little little perk hand me downs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. That's yeah. like that's how we feel when we go backstage at like Summer Jam or something like that. It's just yeah. like a whole bunch of people who know each you just other. Can just get shot at Summer Jam. So well, yeah, that's very specific to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but uh. Did you have any reaction to the to the Kanye back thing? Did you know it was happening? Oh, back to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I thought it was a funny joke, yeah. Kanye going up there and coming back down. Um, later on, 
he, I, don't, I don't know if he was that much joking anymore, and he was like, <laughs> uh, Beck should have just gave Beyonce the award. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's Kanye's opinion, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think Beck felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't think Beck was giving the awards <laughs> to anybody either. I don't. I know I wouldn't. If, <laughs> I don't care if I robbed it, the... the you know, if I pull the back and and everybody thinks that Beyonce should have won, I'm gonna walk out of there like, <laughs> look, I won, okay, <laughs> it's over. You're like price is going up right now. Yeah. Like, I don't care yeah, about right. anybody else. Um, I want to talk about um probably the most important question that I I bring to the table, mm-hmm. which is that um I feel like there's a lot of rappers who might wear fake glasses. You yourself are not one of them. Fake um, glasses? What's like, fake glasses? Glasses that don't have any lenses in them, or just like, or um, have no prescription. Oh, I've wore I've wore fake glasses then. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't wear prescription. I don't need prescription. My eyes are pretty good. So when I wear like some frames, they don't have. Wow, I felt like we were on the same side. (laughs) You thought I I needed prescription? Are you as somebody who wears prescription glasses? Yeah, I was like, oh man, like me and Fab, like this is our this is our thing, and then it's just like me and Rich Homie Quan, I guess, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely a 2020 vision guy. So um, see now you're just rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of <laughs> fucked up. There's Jeff. There's levels to prescriptions. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you? Uh, obviously, we're all looking forward to the ball drop video. Video. Um, and and actually, you shot another video where you're like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple videos coming out. Yep. Um, I think ball drop is the best song off the project i think the whole yeah, project is, is awesome and by the way that and and the last soul tape both have great re-listenability like thank you they're really solid thank um you. but ball drop is by far like the best song and is an earworm and it's it's great yeah um how far back do you know french montana do you know him from the dvd days yeah I definitely <laughs> do i do remember french running up on me with dvds and i'm like hey hey <laughs> my peoples are like hey what the fuck is, what are you doing <laughs> He's like, ah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember French with with the DVDs, um, uh, the Cocaine City mm-hmm. DVDs, man. And I remember, you know, in that Max B time. Yeah, was he moving um, around with Nicki back then? Um, I, they were... I, I, mi- I think I kind of missed the um Nicki and him um thing, and mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of it. I think was in Atlanta too. Mm-hmm. You know, they had connected through uh, I think Waka Flocka. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and, yep, Deb, yeah. Deb, and um. So that's where uh, I don't think I seen them much in New York. I, I used to see Nikki around in New York more, like when she was moving around, starting a thing, and she was uh, she was under Fendi at that time, and mm-hmm. like Fendi used to be always come up to yo man, I'm telling you this girl Nicki Minaj, and <laughs> you know that's that's all I really remember. Yeah, you know they but they both were like you know grinding and then they on right you know what i'm saying and i was i was kind of who i was at that point already and i was um you know so i but i always in anything take notice of what's going on too you know what i'm saying it's sometimes it takes time for you know people to find a niche or yeah. find the right person to connect to and you know um but i i definitely remember both of those guys like, yeah we um when we did sketches at the beginning of our career, like SNL type sketches, mm-hmm. Sycamore came to us. This is like oh seven. Sycamore came to us and he's like, I got this girl named Nicki Minaj and you we're, should totally have her on your show. And we're like, Yeah, we're mm-hmm. good. We're good, thanks. And then Yeah, that was she's just out of here. Haven't heard of her from her since. 
But um, yeah, that was probably our biggest professional uh, regret. Yeah. Um, but did did I mean did the whole French sort of career surprise you? Like this guy, French? Who, yeah, who was doing well, DVDs ends up, I mean, being a, a big time major label artist, and then you're having him guest on on a song of yours, and it's not not surprising, but it definitely showed work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, there's a lot of people who, um, you know, if they work at something and you know it, it it gains attention you know it, it's it's an open lane for it you mm-hmm. know i guess it's kind of the same way when rappers friends end up rapping you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like yeah right, we next to you and you know next thing you know we're learning and you know one day they walk in the studio like hey check this out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and um you know cameron start with jim jones was just you mm-hmm. know his right hand man and you know now jim jones is rapping and you know it goes back that far and mm-hmm. little c's yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying so it, i i think that's kind of where it came from and it was it it what is crazy about the story is you know like you said he was he kind of was you know just a dvd guy and and more under max and really just hustling hustling you know hustling the streets really and you know trying to make a way and then you know ended up that way ended up being becoming an artist so um i have one more question do you have any questions yeah i have a very important question just like the glasses thing (laughs) um so i like to imagine that uh hip-hop is sort of like um you know the same way that like a a company would work you know like an office place Mm -hmm. um and that you know you have uh people that you like and people that um maybe sit by you and do like annoying things and you don't really like them as much so i was wondering what's the strangest grudge that you have against another rapper maybe like somebody coughs weird or like they have like sweaty hands every time you meet them or you don't need um, to you know yeah, share you don't their need names. To, like, say there's name but like what's like something that you've noticed and you've just been like wow like that person is consistently like doing this one thing there is sweaty hand guys <laughs> there are a lot of them and one i will give you his name just because <laughs> i don't like it so much i don't want you just see this guy, and he catches you with a sweaty hand and gives you both daps. Mm-hmm. And you're standing there, like, in shock looking for sanitizer. So <laughs> this guy's name is Conceited. He's on the battle rap circuit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a friend of mine, but he has SpongeBob hands, Man. sponge hands. He has How do you adapt to that? Do you just, like, sort of, like, yeah, bumps. or yeah, even, yeah. Like, even an elbow? <laughs> Give him a towel. <laughs> wow. You just come out with you just come out with one glove. Like he doesn't see your head. And then he goes, you give you a dab. You have a like one of those yellow squeaky. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Um. We have to play that prank on him, man. Yeah, yeah. We have to come with all of us just have on that little yellow glove. <laughs> It'd be terrible if he tried to shake with like the left hand. Then it's like, no, it's <laughs> no, like it's it's over for that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, nah, you can't give people daps with left hand. I'll, do people left-handed people give left-handed daps? I thought all daps are kind of like. I've right never handed. met a left-handed person. No. <laughs> they they're out here. They're not, they yeah. exist. Um, guys. All right. My last question is. Well, I guess it's a two-part question. I you you were raised a Knicks fan, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. My, um, my uncle is a really big Knicks fan. He's a He's a New York team fan anyway, yeah. so I always kind of uh, rolled under that. But I also loved the Bulls at 
the time because of Michael Jordan, of course. Yeah. And so, you know. Really? How does that go over with, like, you know, your your classmates? Yeah. It kind of hurts because he was, was like, a dagger in the Knicks kind of. Yeah. I've never worn a pair of Jordans because of. Strictly for that. Yeah, because of, like, 90s. Wow. Yeah. 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 But, but, and and I imagine uh, today, I mean, you have some affiliation with the Brooklyn Nets, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, You did the. The opening for them, right? Yeah, I yeah. did the opening. I've done a few things with the Nets. They're, yeah. they're cool people. Um, but uh, but focusing on the Knicks, they've been really, really bad, especially this year, and they're in a rebuilding mode. Um, if if Sean Pekas said, hey, Fab, I got front row tickets, I got courtside tickets to, like, Knicks Nuggets on a Tuesday night, are you going? Yeah, I'll go. Even if Carmelo sits out the second half. I mean, but I have to be there for the, them to see it, I guess. It's not the second <laughs> half, so. <laughs> it doesn't start at the second half. It starts at the first quarter, so. I, I would definitely go, though. It's, just, it's, it's still a, it's always still an experience. It's always good energy. They could luck up and win that night, you know. So We're still talking know. about the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to support, like, Gallinari? Like, I'm going. <laughs> once a Nick, always a Nick. I'm going as a Nick person, and, and I mean, as a New York person. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, ever been person inter- at all. have you ever but, been interviewed? Right. I didn't get my face up there. On yeah. that, uh, have you on been interviewed by Jill Martin at halftime? Who's Jill Martin? She's the she MSG. Celebrity Row. Yeah, Celebrity Row. They do that like, She'll you know. She'll be like, oh, I'm here with um, yeah, Ben oh, Stiller. So I'll probably, or, yeah. probably have. I you probably, you, you don't it's remember? Blair. I just Man, the life you live. It's I was just up. interviews all the time. <laughs> it's the bitches in champagne in here, man. I'm drunk. <laughs> bitches are distracting me. I, I, like, I can't remember all these things right now. <laughs> Yeah, Rapper life. Well, Fab, we really appreciate appreciate you coming in. Uh, Erica Ramirez, we hope you feel Let better. Slurring over words. I know, yeah, I know. Listen. It's just crazy. It's we're about that life. I'm yeah. Eric. I'm Jeff. Yeah, we're it's the real, and uh, we appreciate you, Fab. Thank you, man. This was a lituation. <laughs> <laughs>